Medical malpractice? Welcome to another episode of This Goose is Cooked, where we review books intended for our future generations. Today's book, Dr. DeSoto, by William Stegg, published by Farr, Strauss, and Garreau. Dr. DeSoto is a tale about a doctor who takes pride in his work, causing animals to come from all around to be seen by him. One day a fox comes for work on his tooth, but Dr. DeSoto, being a mouse, is worried he might try to eat him. What does Dr. DeSoto do in this predicament? Well, I hope you've been brushing your teeth, because we're going to the dentist. The tale opens letting the reader know that Dr. DeSoto was a very good dentist. Insert Dennis, not being doctor's joke, here. In this world, animals are like humans, and Dr. DeSoto is a mouse. And judging by the last name, he's Spanish too. I don't know, though, if I want a mouse crawling around in my mouth. Sounds pretty gross to me. The author explains how this mouse handles patients of all sizes coming into his office. He makes the bigger animals sit on the floor, like second-class citizens. I think I would go to a different dentist that, I don't know, had a chair for me to sit in. Doc DeSoto does get creative, though. He's got ladders and a pulley system that he and his wife use that allows him to work on the bigger animals. That is pretty innovative. And this is the beauty of taking pride in your work. People recognize it and are more willing to bring their business. I guess the big animals like him best because, quote, he was able to work inside their mouths, wearing rubbers to keep his feet dry. And his fingers were so delicate and his drill so dainty, they could hardly feel any pain. End quote. He does sound like a dream dentist. No pain? I'm in on that. And the fact that he puts rubbers on before entering their mouths, I love that he uses protection. After talking him up as a wonderful dentist, this is where the story takes a turn that, just being honest, I don't know how to handle. Dr. DeSoto refuses to treat certain animals, and even has a sign outside his practice that's along the lines of, No cats or other dangerous animals allowed. In almost any world, that looks a whole hell of a lot like discrimination. Just horrible. I thought we were past this. But maybe this world is different, and mice are allowed to be killed without any repercussions. And in that case, who's the one being discriminated against? So we don't quite get the full story. But either way, this looks bad. Well, one day a fox comes along, pleading with Dr. DeSoto to treat him for a horrible toothache he is having. And Dr. DeSoto first responds, telling him to read the sign and that he won't treat him. That's got to be against the Hippocratic Oath. But after all the pleading, the doctor changes his mind and lets the fox into his practice. I can't help but think all these issues would be solved if Dr. DeSoto just carried a gun while he worked. Then, if there was any funny business, he could just bust a cap in his ass. Funny how a gun could stop all this prejudice and keep everyone safe. So the doctor enters the fox's mouth to find a rotting tooth. And Dr. DeSoto decides the tooth has to come out. While he's in the fox's mouth, 
The fox has a hard time keeping his mouth open. Is it because he's fighting the urge to eat Dr. DeSoto, like the story wants you to believe? Or is it more likely his jaw is starting to hurt from keeping it wide open for that long, and he's starting to cramp up? Why didn't Dr. DeSoto give him one of those things that props his mouth open for him? On a side note, I will give Dr. DeSoto credit. At least he isn't trying to get the fox's life story while his mouth is wide open, like many dentists do. Do you want me to keep my mouth open or bite down on your finger while I'm telling you about what I had for lunch three weeks ago? For as prepared as the doctor seems about everything else, he doesn't seem to have the proper gas mask for this fox, and he tries to put him to sleep by putting a tiny mouse mask over his nose. Just seems like a bad idea to me, but he does it. When the fox is asleep from the gas, he has a crazy dream and talks about eating something, but you don't know what it is. Dr. DeSoto and his wife overthink it and assume he's talking about them. Well, they get the tooth yanked out, and they tell the fox to come back the next day to get his new tooth. And that night, the couple sit there stewing in bed, mad at themselves for helping a fox. Which I don't get at all. You didn't have to help him. And they're worried that he might try something the next day. So they devise a plan. If they were this upset about treating the fox... Why wouldn't they have a partner to handle cats and foxes that they could have directed this guy to? I guess that would be too easy. So the fox shows up the next morning, feeling much better, and when Dr. DeSoto went to inspect his work, the fox closed his mouth on him, but quickly opens it, letting the doctor know he was joking. Probably not the most appropriate joke with everyone on edge. Well, Dr. DeSoto puts the new gold tooth into place, and... Quote, the fox caressed the new tooth with his tongue. My, it feels good, he thought. I really shouldn't eat them. On the other hand, how can I resist? End quote. Now we see the fox wants to have his cake and eat it too. But he's clearly grappling with the idea. Dr. DeSoto lets the fox know they aren't done and shows the fox a bottle that he claims is a major dental advancement. He claims he and his wife discovered a way to make sure the fox's teeth don't ever hurt again, and asks the fox if he wants to try. Of course the fox agrees to it, like a damn foo. If it sounds too good to be true, then it probably is. So Dr. DeSoto coats his teeth, and then tells him to keep his mouth closed for several minutes. After the time passed, the fox couldn't open his mouth, because his teeth were glued shut. Dr. DeSoto makes up some bullshit reason for this, and the fox tries to thank him and walks out. The author claims as the story ends that they had outfoxed the fox. But honestly, this feels like medical malpractice, and a lawsuit coming for the DeSotos. I have to point out too, if the fox can't open his mouth and wasn't given instructions on how to eat, Couldn't this trick kill the fox? Why do all this work if you're just going to kill the guy? That's pretty sick. And no one truly knows if the fox was going to act on his thoughts. So is this really necessary, or just a cruel prank on a fox that didn't deserve it? There are a few morals to be learned from this book. First being, take pride in your work. Others will notice. Not only will it make you happier, 
but you could make more money in the process. The second moral would be, you have to protect yourself from bad people, and don't let them take advantage of you. Whether you side with the fox or the doctor, I think it's pretty clear. And the last would be, buy a gun. It makes an even playing field, no matter how big or small you are. Therefore, making everyone safer. Bill had some interesting takes in his writing, and while it was too long, it was definitely descriptive. He made this animal world highly believable, and his pictures were the best part. His imagination really showed, and his illustrations of how the mouse doctor was able to take care of everyone with pulleys and ladders. If you have a dentist in the family, or someone who likes pranks, this is one to put on the shelf. So on a scale from one to five, I'm going to give this book a hard four. I'll have the full bird. This goose is cooked. Join us next time for another in-depth book review.